Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Well, hello there, everyone. Uh, you've downloaded today's podcast. This is everything that happened on the radio condensed down for your listening pleasure. I have to say, uh, Sam Thiday's... No, which is that? No, Justin Tim... Jonathan Thurston's oh wife. Oh, my God. While you're having a stroke, I'll help you oh out there. Oh, my God. Justin Timberlake, <laughs> Sam Thiday's wife. Jonathan Thurston's wife, Sam. There you go. Yeah. She's a delight. She is. She's lovely. She's going to help us out if we decide to road trip to Townsville for the uh, Game 1 of Origin. Mm-hmm. Is she being polite? I actually think 100%. she means it. I think she means it. Okay. Mm. I think she thinks there's no chance we're getting up there. She doesn't know us. <laughs> no, I think I think she would let us. I think she's being polite. Like, I wouldn't babysit her kids because she might not feel comfortable with me. But I do have a blue oh, card. I think stuff. she was ready to get out of that house. Yeah. <laughs> she does an amazing job yeah. to be able to raise four kids because you really essentially are being a single parent so many times because he's mm. away, as you'll hear in the chat. Mm-hmm. But what she offers us if we do road trip up there uh, is quite amazing. Stand by for that one. Plus, we'll give you answers to Alpha Bucks in the middle of this podcast. Let's roll this bad boy. Here we go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Scott the Builder, can he fix it? Scott the Builder, yes, he can. I know that's trademarked, but I thought you'd use it anyway. Did you forget to write something? No, I was planning on doing that the whole time. I was looking forward to it. It's just you had pen and paper ready to write something Yeah, and then it just came to me. I was like, Bob the Builder, (laughs) theme tune. Let's do that. Scotty too hotty on the air for Trady Chat Tuesday. Hey, buddy. Hey, morning, guys. How are we? We're good. We're good. Morning, Scotty Dylan. Builder, I like it, Stab. I like it. Mm. Might be a bit copyright, but it'll do. <laughs> Scotty started uh, yeah. painting late last night. A yeah, painting. canvas, portrait. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> a nude. <laughs> You're asleep. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's. I don't because this is our first day of um, official detox. So we're not drinking all June. So he's like, I'm going to be productive, which is strange because well, right. we never used to drink during the week. And then um, yeah. last night kicked off early. Started painting. The handrails. Uh, it's lucky your mum's up, so I can you know, at least two of us help out with the kids while I mm. do it, I suppose, you know. Mm. Might change when your mum goes. It might be a bit harder. All right. But it'll be all right. We've got a lot of painting <laughs> what, to do around this place. What are you saying, Scotty? You're so busy doing all the stuff with the children that you don't have time to do anything else? Yeah, pretty much, man. You know, guys. Man, I stuff. feel ya. I feel ya. You feel me? Can yeah. you get, get them to pick yeah. up a brush? Give you a hand? Oh, you know, it's like there'll be runs everywhere, there'll be paint on the deck, there'll be paint everywhere, yeah. except on the handrails. Yeah, they won't cut in. How do you funny. feel uh, about Abby painting? Because it's, I always find it interesting when couples can paint together, because in your mind, I think everyone, they envision when they're like, we're going to paint the house, mm. you see the cute thing from the American movies where, you know, it's the I've got my husband ready. and wife, they yeah. put paint on each other's overalls, noses. Overalls, scarf, I'm ready to yeah. go. Yeah. comes out beautiful. But, but I can't imagine that it always goes like that. No, it sounds very nice and cute, but no, I don't. I've tried to show Abby how to do it, but she's just um, Abby being Abby. She's got her own way, and it's like, um, yeah. No, I asked for better brushes because I wasn't happy with the, oh, the, the size of the brush. brush. They're little rails, so I wanted the little in-between brushes, and he told me, you can't get them. So at school, <laughs> I was chatting to another dad, and I said, hey, as a painter... Can you get these brushes? He goes, yeah, 100%. Where are you just going? You should go to a paint store. And I went, my husband said you can't get them. He goes, your husband's <laughs> a builder. We're talking about a nap roller here. Normally they're about 100 mil wide, but apparently you can get a 60 mil wide nap what I wanted. roller. I've never even heard of one. And so I said, if you can't get that. it, I'm not painting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe and that was I the said, plan. I want to paint if you look after the kids. He goes, that's not how it works. So he doesn't want to look after the kids. He loves it because he yeah. got like a couple of hours. Mm. Kind of a bit scared that, um, you know, you're going to – it would be like giving you – a you know, the kids a brush, you know, giving you the brush, you'll end, end up with runs everywhere, you'll miss places, and I'm a bit of a perfectionist, I think. Yeah. He, is, he won't let my dad paint either, because oh, okay. my dad's oh, eyesight's yeah. going, so he goes, you can just paint the fence. Yeah. <laughs> just paint the fence is an easy one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to go down and touch him up. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty doesn't want to do it, but he doesn't want anyone else to do it because it's bad quality. So yeah, he's got high standards. Right. He'd prefer not wow. to have it done than done badly. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. My brother-in-law, he's a painter, yeah. and he's exactly the same, right? He if like he um, is so flat out that he never has time to do other people's painting, but if you paint something, he'll come in and pick it apart. Mm. And you're like, mate, yeah. I asked yeah. you to do it, and you said you were too busy. <laughs> so I wanted you to do it. I did it. You can't come in and 
crap on my work. Can you shoot, shoot yeah. me a text and ask about that paint roller that apparently you can you can get? Yeah, yeah. Scotty, if I ask for something, Scotty goes, no, you can't do it. And I'm like, those those three birds did. You know the, the three birds that do oh, the renovation? Oh, my God. If I hear about those three if, birds yeah, renovating three birds? again... Oh, every so builder, every builder hates painter, yeah. everyone hates them. There's every three, husband hates them. There's three amazing ladies, yeah. and they've renovated these houses. They even have like a design course, and they work, and they're huge on social media. Right. And apparently now people are going and going, oh, can I have what the three birds? And like yes. every builder yes. and all that's quickly. going. If you're a tradie, 131060, 131060 if you're a tradie and you hate those three birds, <laughs> because is it every wife just thinks you can knock something together in two seconds, right, Scotty? Yeah, that's just like Bunnings, you know. Oh, yeah, it won't take long just knocking together. It's like, mm. Yeah, well, if you want to get something done, just get the three birds to do it. Mm-hmm. Their renovations are well, amazing, and they're three beautiful girls. Oh, honey, you're talking them up a lot. They are lovely, beautiful girls, and they do a good job. But, um, you know, they've got tradies that go in and do the work. So yeah. that's a good thing, you know Qualified what I mean? tradies. Yeah, that's what I mean. But they're similar to what, like, they don't show you everything that happens when they're building it. It's like I used to watch Better Homes and Gardens <laughs> and see them make a full dining set, and I used to think that looks really easy. But what they don't tell you is that they've got about $18,000 worth of woodwork gear <laughs> in the shed to build it. Yeah. You need to go and purchase that before you make the furniture. Always an excuse, oh. isn't it, boys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, my, my brother-in-law texts. He said they don't have those rollers. They're a myth. You're such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Scotty. All right, see you guys. Good good day. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you have a dilemma you want to share with the group and see if we can get some solutions for you, you can send an email, dearabby at b105.com.au, or you can call up. Alyssa in Newstead has reached out. Morning, Alyssa. What's going on? Morning. Um, so basically, a couple of weeks ago, my best friend's mum confessed to me that she and her husband don't want their daughter marrying her fiancé. Mm. Wow, so, they left it a while. Did she? Okay, so yes. what, did she call you up? Did she speak to you at some sort of event? I'm trying to work out if she's had a few drinks or she's serious about this. <laughs> no, she she was dead set sober. We were um, at a shopping centre actually trying on dresses for her daughter's 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we went away so I could get her her present and she pulled me aside and said, we don't want her marrying her. Um. And basically I said, because they do have a daughter together, and yeah. I said, well, she's she's got a baby. And she's mm-hmm. like, that doesn't matter. We don't want them together. So, Alyssa, did she tell you this, wanting you to do something about it? Like, confront- I have no idea. She, she told me not to say anything. Right, okay. Well, that's... Mm. Yeah, but that's what women do when they want women to say stuff. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is an absolute secret to the grave, okay? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Can blah, I blah. ask you, do you like them? I do. I think he's a great guy. I think yep. he treats her very well. Mm. So what was so her I, reasons when you asked and said, "Can why don't you want to go ahead? She she reckons that he doesn't look after her very well. Right. Okay. See, I always think friends would know a little bit more mm. about mm. the relationship than a mum, because I guess a mum's looking at it very in a subjective way, really, in isn't it? protective way. Yeah. Well. Mm. And always never, never really good enough. Are you going to say anything yeah. to your friend? No. I have I have no idea. I don't know even how to approach the subject. Mm. See, this is, and this is what you're asking this morning. 131060, yeah. everyone, should Alyssa let her friend know that her parents don't like her fiancé? Um, did he ask the dad's permission to marry her? Did he go down that path? I'm not actually 100% sure. I don't think he did. He must right. not have if they... Cause, maybe he knows yeah. there's an issue there. But maybe, maybe the dad wouldn't say no. Like, if your daughter's happy, would you put it on yourself to be the one? Like, if there's Absolutely no, if not. There, if there's no big red flags that mm. are happening and it's just no. that you personally don't think they're good enough, but your daughter's happy, I don't think you'd say no. I think, though, it does give you an opportunity. If if my daughter was with someone and they asked my permission, even if I loved that per, that guy and mm. if it was a great guy, I would still have some things that I would want to mention. Mm. Like, I would want to really... Let them know the importance of marriage, yeah. what the expectation is going to be as a husband and not to be rushing into this But would you say they really want it, you know? Would you say the kind of man that would ask for your daughter's hand in marriage is would generally be a stand-up guy? Because it's, it's an old traditional nice thing yeah. to be like the kind of 
person that wouldn't be good for your daughter is the kind of person that, that wouldn't would ask for your hand. Yeah. Are yeah. they planning on a long engagement or is the wedding happening soon? They had it planned for this December, but they had to postpone it due to everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're planning for the same time next year, so right. not too long. Because not too long, but still a longer engagement. Yeah, for the parents, you the know parents what I mean, like around. the parents to come around, yeah. or for anything to happen, and they got a kid together went, though. I know. Like, I know you should be just going. You realize can't be that more this married gonna... than that. <laughs> mm. Oh, Lisa, you're in a pickle here, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't envy you at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was you, and we're going to get other people's advice, thirteen, ten, sixty, I would just pretend like you've heard nothing, and then swear black and blue for the rest of your life because mm-hmm. you don't want to be in the middle of that. It's a lie to your best friend, Maddie. Absolutely. Well, the other- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the other thing you can ask questions of, like, you know, ask your best friend, "Hey, does your mum is she getting along well with your partner?" Mm. Yeah. Like, ask a little know. bit more of those questions so they can actually hang out a little bit more. And you thought that they wouldn't, yeah. but just to yeah. get to know them a bit more. Oh, All right, know. well, you stay on the line there, Alyssa. We're going to open okay. the phones here, get you some help. Does Alyssa tell her best friend that her parents do not like her fiancé? Well, mm. wait for the wedding until the mum gets up from the speeches. Yeah, and be, play dumb. Yeah, oh. a great oh. speech. All right, now, Alyssa, you hold tight there. We're going to bang through yep. these calls and see what you should do. Should she tell the best friend, join in at any time, 13 10 60 is our number. All right, we've got an anonymous. Anonymous, what do you think Alyssa should do? I think that she should be... Um, open and honest. I don't know if she should do it herself, but she should probably encourage the conversation from the parents' behalf or um, make a time to sit down with everyone um, or ask her friend to talk to her parents about it. But I do think the conversation should definitely be had. Mm. Do you reckon, though, this is by the mum coming to the best friend? You think she's the, the mum's trying to push off the responsibility of it? Um, I don't think at that age you would be doing that. I think maybe she would have been looking for some sort of like confirmation that someone else is feeling the same. Our our producers have written here that you went through it with your little brother? Uh, No, I ex-partner now for this, one of these particular reasons, actually his little brother um, met someone and I think they were very in love quite soon and he proposed to her quite early on. I don't think the family were a massive fan of the situation and they are quite a religious family, so they voiced this to him in a very subtle way. Um, I think on a number of occasions to the point where not many people, or that that side of the family did not approve, um, and he ended up, I think, becoming quite emotional on the topic and not being able to hold it in, and he actually shared it with his wife himself, but not because he felt the same, because he was so hurt by it, Mm. and I think it just caused so much conflict. Um, It could have been avoided if maybe um, everyone sat down, and I think if you don't share it early on, and nobody knows about it, it will sort of come out in how you treat the person moving forward. Mm. Mm. It's a good point. point. My my best friend um, didn't uh, stay with her husband for very long. And she said, "Did you? When did you know that it wasn't going to work out?" And I had to be honest and say, um, "Definitely on the wedding day, but probably a week before." Mm. And she said, "Why didn't you say anything?" Because I was like, "I don't think you were ready to hear it, though." Mm. Also, not. But it's such a weird thing of like, why didn't you say something? Can you like because well, yeah. you said like subtle comments like, "Oh, this seems quite stressful for something that you you know you someone you love." Mm. Yeah. It shouldn't be like that. But she's like, "Oh, you know me. I'm always like that in my life." But if you had told her, she would have cut you off. That's yeah. the way it would go, you know, or like the, the opposite. It might have been the right thing to do, but you're forever the person that stopped that wedding from going. Yeah. 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 Broke, That's a big Broke my heart is she said she knew yeah. right when she was about to walk down the aisle and he didn't turn around. Oh. And she was like, I knew right then that mm. I should have left. I was like, oh. no. Tip for you fellas, turn around. Yeah, turn, well, of course. <laughs> Stevie, you're on the air. What do you reckon? Um, I think that communication is the key to every relationship and the parents need to sit both the um, the guy and the girl down and they just need to talk to them about what they're feeling, um, get the couple to air anything that they see that they're not happy about with the parents in the relationship 
and just be honest. Go to a coffee shop, go to a pub, something where it's neutral territory, mm. and and just have a really good chat. I went through it with my daughter, um, and we were very honest and open, and and it didn't kind of have um, a long term reaction that my daughter wanted. But ultimately, everyone's in a much better place now just through being on it. Yeah, well, I guess oh, yeah. you don't have to sit them down and go, we don't want the marriage to go ahead. You can sit down and go, just got, a few got a few concerns. Are you guys happy? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a yeah, good point. absolutely. And we kind of said this was what the warning signs were for us. This is what we felt uncomfortable with. And like I said, we gave them the opportunity to say, is there anything that you feel uncomfortable with that we do mm. towards your relationship so that it was... You know, not just us having a go at them. It was adults being adults. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Now, Carly's on from Jim Boomba. You've been in this situation before. Yes, yeah, so not with marriage, but my parents definitely didn't approve of my relationship and they made it very known. And that caused a lot of tension, not just with me and my parents, but my partner and my mm. parents. Mm. They made it very hard for them to repair a relationship because then obviously arguments pursued and things get said if the mum is not saying anything personally she's obviously being civil um and with civility over time they might go oh yeah no he's all right Mm. we were wrong like it's easier to smooth things over if it's not tension and left unsaid there you go there's different views for you Alyssa. interesting (laughs) let's let's get back to the original uh you're you've got the problem Alyssa. what are you going to do with all that advice Look, I'm probably going to have a little, just speak to her mum's, let her know what I think personally and then mm. see where she wants to take it from there. Mm. I'm going to leave yeah. it in her hands. It's a good point from Carly, though. When she hears it around him, is, is she polite and civil or is she... She is, she yeah. Is? No, she's, she's not um, malicious in any way. Mm. She's, she's very civil. She's not attacking him or anything, so... Right. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Let us know <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We did it. Queensland is set to make origin history next week. Townsville snatching the opening game in an unprecedented sporting coup. We were never in doubt, were we, nope. that uh, <laughs> game one was going to be in Townsville after, unfortunately, Melbourne couldn't have it. But I want to know on 131060, have you done a road trip to Townsville? Maybe you've gone up there for a Cowboys game, you're a dedicated uh, fan, or maybe you're a career driver. driver. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with truck driver. Truck driver, trucky. Yeah. Do you drive from Brisbane to Townsville? Because Maddie's got a little bit of a, a, little bit a glint of a buzz. in his eye. He yeah. sent the message around yesterday when it was announced going, Hell yeah, road, road trip. trip. And I said to you, I will drive back. Yes, yeah, I'm happy to drive to Townsville. Okay. But after the game, I won't be able to drive back. I'm not drinking. Which so is great. I, I promise I will drive back. I mean, the, the brownie points I will have. Oh, yeah. You're probably not going to be able to. No. To give them back. But that's fine. But I'm just saying, I will, I will drive back. So, But, but you're the type of person who wouldn't use it against me. So I'm totally fine with that. Exactly. <laughs> you okay there, champ? Sarcasm, you can see it. So it's um, 1,332 k. We, we wouldn't even make it. Uh, so look, 15, wait, 15 hours, is that's how long it would take to get there? It's. I did go to Google and wrote drive time Brisbane to Townsville yesterday. It said 15 hours, but that would be constant. We need to take into account we'd have to stop somewhere for a Chico roll at yeah, some point. have to stop. And a Coke Zero with a cherry ripe. That's so just what I you do at Servo. Yeah. have experience with driving people after sporting games because <laughs> yeah. I I have done it many times with my husband. And I'm going to put a limit. You've been out with him on a night out mm. when he starts to go to the toilet after a big drinking thing. And then one time, one time we were coming back and he'd made me stop at KFC mm. and then a few minutes later, Homer Jack's and then McDonald's. And then he wanted to stop for a milkshake at the 7-Eleven. I was like, no, mate, that's done. So that's I, I will tell you that I'm only going to stop twice. twice. You need to understand, two though, takeaways. I wee a lot when I drink. I've had three kids. Mm. So... So your bladder's shot. You know, I need to I need to wee a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you gotta do your kegels, mate. Get that up. We are two takeaway trips, that's all I'm gonna allow. Okay. Are you gonna be there, Steph? Yeah, but we're not gonna make it. No vaping in the car. But we're not gonna make it. 
I reckon we can. Now, uh, we have reached out to Jonathan Thurston's wife this morning. Whenever we talk to JT, we have to go through the wife. Mm. She has texted back and said he's in Origin Camp at the moment, so he's hard to get onto. So there's a good chance we could have him on for tomorrow because I'm thinking we could even ask JT if we take, like, you know, an old um, Winnebago or something like that, we might be able to park it. At his at house. At the front of his house, hook up to his power for the oh, night. Yeah, yeah. We've done so that have before. A sleepover. Remember we all stayed in? Yeah, for the rocket. We did. Yeah. yeah. We did. So Apollo hooked us up, remember? Mm. Yeah, it was great. Oh, good one. Say um, the name again. Yeah, Apollo. Yeah. They're great people, the people at Apollo. Uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow morning. So remember, all tickets for the Melbourne game are now being fully uh, refunded. What? Okay, I just want to clear it up. Yeah. Look, statistically, okay? Yeah. What do you mean? We finished the show here at nine. Yep. Do, can we get an early minute? Then that's. We're, we're, we're not there till like 10. That's true. And then so we're going to come we back. So why don't we just do it on the road for six? Why don't we keep? Why don't we leave at four a.m. then? Three a.m. Do the show in transit? Yeah, we're going on the road. That's still close. Still close, but not impossible. Kickoffs right. at about eight thirty. Um, so what do you think? So it's a Wednesday night game. We might, yeah, we might even have to. What time's the game? Eight ten's kickoff. Yeah, Daryl and Hendra, you do the Brisbane to Townsville <laughs> trip a fair bit. Hey, Daryl. So are you there, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, mate. So what time do you normally leave, Daryl? normally leave in the morning when I'm going and uh, drive six hours, take half-hour break, drive another six hours, take another half-hour break. Normally we'd work, we'd pull up somewhere at a hotel, probably around Serena, yep. and then the next morning head off again, get there about 11. So you, where do you stop? You stop about Gladstone, do you, for your first after six hours? Uh, look, I, I try and stop as little as possible, mate. I'll just pull up on the side of the road where I get to the limit of my hours. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do the right thing. Yeah, you need those breaks. What about if we leave Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. We'd have to do... We could do Wednesday morning's show from wherever we pull up stumps. Yeah, and then I'll, we just keep going. I'll bring have my you got internet problem? dongle. He's got another problem. <laughs> I do gonna... have another issue. I mean, yeah. that's all great and whatnot. There's a game here. Yeah, we'll go to that one too. <laughs> yeah, but this is a once in a lifetime as well. You got to remember, this is Townsville. Townsville's really nice. You've never been. It's really beautiful. No, I know well, I have been. Do we get to see any sightseeing though, or do we come back straight? Well, you're the one who's like, I'm only stopping twice. No, I'm not. St- I'm not dealing with drunk men going, I need to go to the toilet again, please. And like, oh, now can we get a Big Mac? Oh, KFC. I'm it already sounds that. like a lot of fun, guys. <laughs> not gonna lie. Like, sign me up. Well, that's all right. It's just like our night out anyway, <laughs> Maddie and I. There's nothing different. I don't care if you don't stop. I've got an empty two-liter bottle of Coke back here. You just keep on going. And I am impressed. That's, that's fine. <laughs> then I find the warm wine. <laughs> if we can it's get not tickets. Impossible. It's not impossible. If we could get tickets, I think getting the tickets is going to be the hardest part. Because mm. Daryl's doing the right thing and he's taking those half-hour breaks, right? Yeah. But if we all share the driving up... Correct. We wouldn't need to We stop. don't need to have the breaks. Why, we, why, why can't we fly? Too Pretty expensive. expensive. <laughs> have you seen them? Money bags, Barton, unless you want to shout, everyone. We oh. can get over this. Can you get your jet? Can we borrow your, your jet? What's your helicopter doing on Wednesday? Nah, it's not a big enough trip for the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> That's only for special occasions. <laughs> what about a limo? Is your driver free? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want to get right. a limo. We're going to see if we can get tickets. There could be a road trip on the way. Imagine if we did a convoy. We did like a I big convoy of people do that. from Brisbane all yeah. the way up. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Mm. All right. <laughs> Fingers crossed. If you know anyone, it's going to be hard to get these tickets. If you know someone who knows someone who could help us get tickets, give us a buzz. Hook us up. It's we'll a sure thing. Do, 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 up. do us a solid, Brisbane. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Maddie are now flatties. We're bad. We'll find out which one's going to blow the stack. <laughs> then the real estate will call us. <laughs> Radio, so we, we yeah. thought, hey, we're, we're all married. We've lived with our partners for a very, very long time. We've got our own family units now. We kind of miss the days, and look, we just want a taste of it. Miss the day of flatmates. Mm. You know, I remember when you come home, you'd be like, oh, we're having a Wednesday night party. Yeah, I'm in the mood today. Or you come home, you'd be like, we're having a Wednesday night party. You're a psychopath. Get out. It's funny you say that, because when I say about flatmates, and I did have such an amazing time, did it for so many years, but I always remember the bad stuff now. Oh. Like, I forget about the parties where we didn't get our bond back, and they were they were epic and amazing. And we all knew at that night that we weren't going to get our bonds back. And oh, but it was the greatest night of your life. Cheers. Mm. Who cares? 
cares? No. Yeah. Um, so we are going to leave the three of us um, together for a week. We're going to do it at the end of this month. Um, and to help us out with where, well, the places to rent in Brisbane. We know rental crisis is huge at the moment, but mm. for sharing houses, a lot of people um, pick a specific area because, for instance, St. Lucia, great for uni students. Yes. 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 So what do you get when you share a house in different suburbs of Brisbane? And Tony uh, from is the CEO of REIQ. Good morning. Good morning. What area for some... I was going to say three cool people. Uh, but let's just say, what are, what are the, some of the areas that we can go through, what we're looking for? Like, let's just say the party area. Where would we be looking for a shared house? All right. Well, when we're talking party houses and party suburbs, uh, let's talk about uni students, first of all. Mm. So uni students are always going to gravitate towards share houses in suburbs that are close to their university campus. So if we look at somewhere like Kelvin Grove, uh, those uni students are going to be hanging out at cool places like the Paddo and the Caxton. So suburbs like Paddington, Red Hill, um, parts of Rosalie are really popular mm-hmm. with with that cohort. Also Tawong and Indrapilly, uh, lots on offer there. You'll find plenty of students there. And then, of course, you've also got those approved student accommodation uh, venues. They're really on the doorstep of the campus. So you've got a couple around Kelvin Grove mm. and also right in the CBD there at uh, Garden Point Campus. So that's where you'll find a lot of those uni students hanging around. Because when I used to rent, we used to live in places that we'd never be able to afford to buy. I don't yeah. know about you guys, so we could go like Tenerife. Oh, yeah, well, flash. actually, funny mm. you should say that. Mm. Tenerife is really popular with your rent vesters, which is exactly what you're referring to there. So people who uh, perhaps have, have bought in areas or uh, where they really love, they want to be really cool, hip areas. Uh, um, so they're renting there, uh, but they've actually gone and bought a, a, an investment property in a suburb where it's more affordable. They don't necessarily want to live there. So we're seeing a lot of those rent vesters amongst those young mm. professionals. And gay men, lots of gay men <laughs> live in Tenerife. Right. Yes, right. Well, yeah, sure. That's All my friends live at Spring Hill. Oh, okay. Yeah. Spring Hill's a big yeah, one. Spring right. Hill's not bad. No, so one of, one of Esther's friends, we went over there for drinks and um, he's in one of the new apartment blocks the, over there. The big sh- um, wool sheds are so good. Yeah, oh, no, so the the new one's near the gas works. Oh, okay. There. Yeah, I reckon it's like, this, I couldn't find a straight person in sight. Oh, well, I dream of living there, but I can't with my kids. But maybe one mm. day, maybe I can join you in your show. Yeah, you want to flat with us. Yeah. <laughs> Come flat you with pull us. Your, you pull your share. <laughs> um, now, you said young professionals as well. So, obviously, when you're you're young guy, I guess, and you're single, you might go around the new farm area. Is there somewhere else where you go as you start to make a little bit more money? Maybe you meet someone. Where would you then sort of go to move? Yeah, sure. Well, you've got places like Orkinflower, Hamilton and Clayfield. They're really popular with your young professionals who have got an appreciation for arts and culture. Mm-hmm. You've got fabulous things available around there, some great places to go for dinner uh, and just a little bit more high-end. Uh, Fortitude Valley, of course, is, is, is very desirable. Used to be a little bit less desirable or where the less desirable types hung out. But, mm. of course, now it's full of great shops and nightlife. Um, New Farm is, of course, very, very popular with the cohort we're talking about. Uh, lots of uh, fabulous shops around there, some excellent cafes, some great uh uh, restaurants to check out. So there's plenty on offer. Mm. Uh, really just depends on uh, what you're looking for. Because we want to fit into the neighbourhood too, don't we? We don't want to stick out like sore thumbs when we go out. What neighbourhood do we right. fit into, though, in all honesty? Right. Retirement villages. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say the young working professionals. We don't do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. We can't go there. We're flat yeah, together so... at a bayo, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you would fit in wherever the three of you went. That's yeah. <laughs> true. We appreciate that. It's true. Imagine all those uni students coming over to us Asking to borrow stuff. We'd We're going to have grocery a... shopping for the whole neighbourhood. Wednesday night party? Yeah, I think so. Mm. No, I'm not You're drinking. I was just tricking Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they do that to me all the time. It's because you are. Well, uh, there you go. Thank you, Antonio. We're going to uh, pick our suburb. And, uh, yeah, it happens in a few weeks' time. We're going back to flatten together. Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking forward to it. I reckon it's going to be fun. What are you What are you planning on doing that's fun, though? Can I just run that through? Because it is a week. Like, we wait yeah. days. Yeah, well, I'm going to well, tell you now. I'll bring my PlayStation. 
Sick. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. I'll bring my decks. I know I'm going to be the hectic one now. I'll bring my acoustic yep. guitar. With don't, a don't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but she's going to be narky. I know. Is she's going to be that so one. Narky. She's going to be going, oh, she's coming home. Uh, quick, uh, quick, chuck everything under, <laughs> under the couch. Yeah. Oh, I think look, that's she's what brought more like. gluten-free stuff for us. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you wanted her here. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We get it before the end of the show. Uh, but right now on 13, 10, 60, children, they have no filter. Nah. And they're teeny tiny little jerks, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Because they, they even know, a lot of the time people say, oh, they don't know what they're saying. But I think kids say things and they know they're embarrassing you. Yeah. I walked out of school pickup last week and I'd had a blood test. Just got some bloods done because I hadn't done it in a while. I knew you'd be happy, Abby. He thinks I get blood tests, but I'm like, it's the only way you can indicate your health. Yeah. So I'm very proud of you. You haven't told me test results. We'll talk um, about that later. I haven't got them yet. I've got to ring the doctor back. I figure she hasn't called me, so they're probably, That's not, they're probably all right. Not, yeah, okay. that's the way to go. Mm. Um, anyway, there was another dad uh, from the school standing at the gate, and he goes, oh, blood test buddies, rolled his arm up. Ah. He'd been for a blood test that day as well. I was like, look at us go. Wow. It's all it takes for men. You're best friends for life now. <laughs> it's true. It doesn't <laughs> take much, does it? Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we were just standing around chatting a bit, you know, as you do at school pick up. The kids slowly come out. Um, Xander's in grade two. His uh, kid is a preppy. And we've known each other for a little bit, so chatting away. His son's like, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, hey, Dad. And you know when you're having a conversation and you're just trying to ignore them? You're like, hey, I'm talking. Just wait a second. Hey, Dad, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, hey, Dad. Anyway, he goes, I'm so sorry, mate. (laughs) And he just turns to me. He's like, what are you, what? What is it? He goes, where did they put the camera up your bum? (laughs) (laughs) Because he'd obviously been for a blood (laughs) test. And a little check C up the back C at the same time. Mm. And he just looked down at him. He looked up at me, looked down at him, and I was like, It's all good, man. I had the same. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay. Camera buddies. Yeah. I thought you were going to say buddies. Bum buddies. I didn't. <laughs> he did. Everyone thought it. Still the same. Uh, and it was funny, you could tell at that point he was just dying on the inside. Mm. And he was like, anyway, I'm gonna go and he, he took off. And I was like, it's you all just right, great, mate. Buddy. That's in the car we yeah. talk about that. Yes. Stuff. Yeah. But you know, he'd they'd obviously had a chat with his son, like, yeah. oh yeah, daddy's mm. gonna get a camera and he's bum tomorrow. Mm. Like, yeah, joke at home. Not thinking that they're, they're gonna repeat it at the front of the school the next day. So thirteen, ten, sixty, just wanna know what's your kid said? Mm. What do they just drop put you in it? Uh, before, out in public. They asked um, a bunch of teachers, uh, and teachers said, we pretty much know everything that happens in your house. If you sleep naked, we oh, know about it. Oh, yeah. Because they just, they just talk. Mm. Yeah. Eden yeah. did that because I have uh, sciatica. You guys know that. And <laughs> Esther rubs pain away into the, that for me. And mm. you're like, no, sciatic nerve is Hot. just above your bum cheek. Mm. And um, Eden went to daycare and told all the ladies at daycare that uh, mummy rubs cream in daddy's bum. Uh-huh. But not then, wrong. Not no, wrong. Not wrong. But then the teacher asked Esther about it. Oh, because they think it's funny. Which mm. I thought was the next step. Like, what if it was contagious? What if it was chafe <laughs> or something? You know, mm. they want to know. Do they have to worm everyone? Yeah, you know? They exactly. wanted to know what was happening in your household. Yeah. I want them to do that. Do we have to get the command from out? <laughs> mm. Alicia in Waterford. What has your uh, has your child said? My darling six year old daughter. We went to McDonald's and there was a man sitting on a chair and she goes, Mummy, I can see that big fat man's butt crack. And the guy just turned around and looked at me and all I could say was, I'm really sorry, but she can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, to be fair, if he had to turn around, he knew it was him. So he knew what Uh, he was up to. You just get so embarrassed. I, what can you do? Sorry, you walk away. Yeah. There you go. Put your crack away, mate. Julie and Forest Lake, kids say the darndest things. Uh, well, my daughter's uh, six as well, and uh, I was dropping her off to school one day, and I had a couple teachers come up to me and ask me if I had just had a child, just had a baby. I guess uh, Nina had been going around saying that uh, I uh, had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Not true. <laughs> oh, that's worse when people um, ask you. She just wanted a baby sister. 
Yes, she just wanted to babysit too. <laughs> that she is, got that age. That so, is not the way to yeah. go around it. Apparently people that no, work no. in childcare, they always know. Like you, you can never announce a pregnancy to them because the kids' yeah. younger siblings oh, have right. always oh, told them. Yeah, yeah. They always act surprised, but mm. really. Uh, hey, Storm. Hey. <laughs> I don't know if I was meant to ring up and say this story because it's pretty horrific. Mm. But, um, of course you are. I had a, <laughs> that's why I thought I should do it. But um, I had a preppy. I have a preppy. And um, walked into school with all the mums and said, um, mum punched me in the face. <laughs> so I was mid-boxer size in the lounge room and I he jumped in front of my fist and <laughs> I punched him in the face oh. and gave him the biggest black eye. Oh, no. So he ran up and everyone was looking at him horrified and he had to obviously say, mum punched me in the face. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Did they have to yeah. act on that? Um, well, I had, to, I, I had to take him to the doctor, but the nurses thought it was a bit funny and just kept saying, don't punch me. So, oh, um, my god! It was really bad, so I haven't done that ever again. And he's never come near me when I'm doing things like that. So. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, you know, lessons yeah. were learned. Yeah. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> the problem is, though, it's it's 100% true, but it sounds like a cover-up. Yeah. You know? It like this, was so bad. Oh, it was so bad. And they always try and do the right things and be aware of these things as the workers there. Of mm. course. Mm. Uh, all right. Now, this is good. Anonymous. This is always fun. <laughs> it is. I'm actually a nanny in Brisbane, and I went to work Monday morning, said to the children, how was your weekend? They went, Daddy called Mummy a bad word, so we stayed weekend at Grandma's. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow. I love children. <laughs> oh, you would hear some got no filter. I've got lots, but that's the best. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's accurate. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Michelle and Kedron, um, kids, they just come out with, with anything. What what have you heard? Okay, so my um, first child was in prep, and obviously the teacher called me over after school, and she said, oh, I've got to tell you something that made my all-time book of all the quotes that kids say to her. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. What, what did she say? Because she's quite spirited. Uh, they were making Father's Day coffee uh, mugs, and they were painting, you know, like, Happy Father's Day and stuff like that. Anyway, little miss turns around and goes, why do I have to make a coffee cup for my dad? And she says, the teacher goes, well, obviously, you know, for your dad to drink coffee, and he can drink and think of you. She puts her hands on it and says, well, my dad doesn't drink coffee. He only drinks vodka. Right. <laughs> <laughs> This was our first child, so we're like, oh, sit there, look now with everything at home. (laughs) Well, you can drink vodka out of a coffee cup. (laughs) Well, he actually did. Yeah. God love him. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. $10,000 tomorrow morning when we play Alpha Bucks. Give them two answers to make it easy. Fendi and fries. Your letter is F. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We did it. Queensland is set to make origin history next week. Townsville snatching the opening game in an unprecedented sporting coup. Game one, game two. Right here in God's country, Queensland. Um, of course, the COVID outbreak, bad news for Melbourne, and we're thinking of everyone there who's struggling. But that means Townsville, uh, for the first time ever, gets a State of Origin game. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we've been talking about the king and queen of Townsville and, and the fact that we might drive up there yes. and, and we need to park. Now, of course, Our caravan a, somewhere. Of course, Sir uh, Jonathan Thurston. Mm-hmm. And, and Lady S. Lady Sam Thurston. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, who look after the fine country of Townsville. <laughs> Jesus. We're thinking, though, because everywhere's going to be booked out, if we do manage to get tickets and road trip up, we wanted to park the camper van out the front of their house. We were going to ask JT if we could borrow the power. Um, to run it, but of course we all know he's Why not the boss of the him? house. He yeah. has no idea. We need to ask. Yes. yes. So, uh, Lady Sam Thurston joins us. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're, We're great. Good. Must be excited about the origin. Oh, it is so good for Townsville. There's such a buzz already up here. Yeah, it's great. Unfortunate for Melbourne, but um, yeah, good for us. Now we haven't we haven't got tickets yet. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, and we know that Townsville is going to be so eager for it. But we thought, well, let's just start with the the basics. So how we're going to get there? So we are going to drive up there. Um, it, no stopping. We're going to take it in turns of driving. Mm. But would it be okay if we park 
near your place so we can have a long extension cord. <laughs> Listen, we have a massive patch of land out the front of our house, so you're more than welcome to park your van there. I love that. You'll be far enough away from me that I won't care. <laughs> <laughs> what about if, Sam, what about if I offered to babysit and you can go out? Because I'm willing to do that because the boys oh. obviously go, No. You would probably regret that decision. <laughs> you no, haven't I met her children, yeah, Sam. Yeah, I've got three boys. It'd be so such a delight to oh. look after four girls. <laughs> yeah, well, you are more than welcome to babysit our four. Wow. There'd be lots of colouring in and crafts. Oh, so yes. Up for that. Yes. I just wanted to do that rather than just fight and have nerve gun wars. <laughs> We're doing you a favour here, Abby. We really are. I yeah. think you should drive up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is good. So we'll bring we'll bring our um, our van. We'll park out the front, run the the lead out. Um, obviously, we'll probably yeah. get a toilet in our van, so we won't have to bother you too much. We might just have to hook a hose up, Sam, if that's okay. A hose. Yep. Yep. We've got that sorted. Um, now, JT, he's in Origin Camp at the moment, isn't he? When he's in camp, does that mean like he's out of contact? from you like you've got to text him four times to get one reply or something yes yeah um so i think they're on their way to bundaberg at the moment they're Mm. spending the day up there out in the community but yeah normally i have to text him and say call when you can and i wait four hours and he texts back we're just finishing training i'll call you soon so yeah it's like a once or twice a day i hear from him sam has it been annoying over the years because i've spoken to other partners and they like you know that they work hard and they get out in the community and they say hi but then there's always the bonding time where they go and play like golf or do something else very important (laughs) apparently it is very important i used to call the origin camp holiday camp Mm. you're off the holiday camp (laughs) yeah because sometimes if if you've got like a stressful day with all the kids and he's like oh i had golf today do you just go, oh, come on, don't tell me that? Yeah, well, if I've had a day like that and I know he's been playing golf, I just don't answer his calls. Yeah, yes. fair play. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> Does it make it worse if they lose the series? Like, it's worth it if they win it? Oh, yes, well, I I mean, I didn't have to deal with too many of those situations. <laughs> Good point, Sam. Well Good played. Point. Well played, Eight Sam. straight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know, but I can imagine yeah. it would be worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can ask someone from New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. It's because they bonded yeah. so well, Sam. So. Hey, let's, ring Paul, let's ring Paul Gallen's <laughs> missus and see what she says. <laughs> yeah. um, what's, what's it like now to, at home? Because uh, JT's around a lot more, not away travelling. Obviously, he travels to do his commentary and stuff, but um, is he? do you find him poking about the house a bit now, looking for something to do? No, I he's away more now than he was playing footy. Really? Um, yeah, because I guess he's travelling yeah. all over Australia. Yeah, going away with his commentary and all his ambassadorships and he's got his JT Academy. So, yeah, he's away a lot. Wow. Well, which is a bit tough with the four mm, girls. Yeah, yeah, you're doing an amazing job. Well, we really appreciate it, Sam. Thank you for calling through this morning. Thank you for letting us borrow some of your electricity no as well. Worries. I'll see you next week. Yes, you will. If we get these yeah. tickets, you'll see us on uh, on probably ch- late Tuesday. Very. By right. the time we get there. We'll be waiting. Okay. We'll have a banner out the front. We'll be waiting. Oh, that's very exciting. Right. And I'll bring the arts and crafts. So <laughs> All right. Great. All right. Good on you. Thanks so much. Uh, right. There she is, Sam Thurston, on the air with us. Stav, Abby and Matt here at B105. This is getting really excited. I'm pumped, man. We're going to be using JT's power. No, he's He's going to be going, I'm staying at Joe 2's house. Yeah. Out the front. I'm sleeping over. (laughs) This is the best slumber party I've ever been to. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Meet Lord Alan Sugar. He's to put 12 Aussie celebrities through the business ringer. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Go, go, go. Come on. Yeah, Celebrity Apprentice is back tonight, 7.30, Channel 9. Uh, y- you know this name. You know exactly. You close your eyes. You see her outfits as soon as you say it. Camilla Franks is on. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Oh, we say we all recognise it, but Maddie over there, we're in an event, and he's like, oh, did you see this girl? And I said, no, and he goes, she was wearing the Camilla, <laughs> Camilla one. I'm like, Maddie always notices you in a crowd. Oh, Maddie, I adore you. Yes. There, there's one, my, so because... Um, my mother-in-law bought one, and my father-in-law was like, "How much you pay?" And you know, they're not cheap because they're high fashion. She said, "But all the girls can share it." Yeah. That was that <laughs> was his thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, you can pass them down from generation to generation to generation. There's no fast fashion. I think consumers now are getting a little bit more wiser. Mm. Isn't yeah. that like burning a CD of a band and giving it to your friend? Like it's Camilla no. wants people to buy no. it. No. <laughs> she understands. There's crystals and silk and prints. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Celebrity Apprentice. This season seems quite catty, which I guess a lot of people have been loving ah. it because of that. But you, like, a lot of people have clashed on this season. Oh, well, you know, what could possibly go wrong? You've got big, ballsy, beautiful, unique um, personalities all under one roof and, um, you know, a mixture of athletes and singers and social media and fashion and there was... It was just boardroom clashes and tears and drama, but there was also a hell of a lot of love. But yeah, I, I found it quite a challenging process. It brought up a lot of vulnerability, a lot of anxiety, a lot of sleepless nights and sleep deprivation. I felt like a baby giraffe learning to walk again. Uh, the, the Veronicas have tweeted saying that they wanted to show their, their nice side and they've criticised their editing and said that that hasn't been shown. Mm. Would you... you know what? Those two pocket rockets are two of the most beautiful, open, kind, loving human beings. And yeah, I'd be disappointed with the edit as well because I think at the end of the day, what happens is you'll you will shoot fourteen hours in a day, yeah. and we only see you know a second of it. So, mm. and that's a problem with reality TV. You see an archetype of what someone is rather than the full character. I think as human beings, you're a mixture of everything. You're not one dimensional. So it is sometimes challenging to watch yourself and only seeing that one dimension of yourself. Mm. You did upset one of the nicest men in comedy though, Ross Noble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> comment. Well, we've got the audio. And we'll play the audio here of what happened on the show. You live in Camilla World. Everything is about you, your personality, your world. My vision. Yes, yeah, but the point, yes, but the point is... But I'm, I've always sat there and listened to every single person no, around no, the table. No, you really haven't. Your vision is basically about you. You are completely self-obsessed. Well, we got stuck in. Yeah, what really did we? I know. Look, that was that was a pretty uncomfortable one. But um, I think it's interesting when someone decides to judge you in the first day of working, and then they lead with that. And I think the lowest form of intelligence is judging someone. So, unfortunately, my relationship with Ross didn't go on a healthy path. I would have liked it to, have, but I think, you know, we we kind of made up. Mm. But I just think we are different types of people, and that's okay. Not everyone's going to love you. But I think what I totally respect about Ross, he is a comic genius. There's no denying that. But I think you would have seen from the episodes last night that, you know, he is a bit challenging to work with. And that's fine. But mm. um, and I, we just clashed. You know, we were meant to clash. It makes good TV, but um, onwards and upwards. But I think... Um, I think the other positive thing about this show is we've created lifelong friendships and maybe Ross is not going to be one of them. But I've got <laughs> Dave living in the house right now with me yeah. and I've got and I've had Mish Bridges staying in the house. We've had Liv Ninja staying in the house. So it's like, I don't know, I've got a family for life. And but, um, mm. the other amazing thing is that we we fought hard for our charities and I think it doesn't matter about the clashes. Yes, everyone wants to hear about it. At the end of the day, everyone was fighting unapologetically for a higher cause. We had to put our egos aside. We had, a, had to put our differences aside because at the end of the day, that's what matters. All's fair in love and war. Yeah, Ross Noble doesn't have a key, but everyone else does. We know yeah. that. We <laughs> hey, Camilla, you and I have the most successful company. And on a personal note, I do think it is amazing because I've struggled with fertility, but you being so open and honest with what you've gone through and um, unsuccessful IVF and what you've had to go through recently, having your ovaries removed. Has it been, I guess, have you got a lot of nice messages from people reaching out saying thank you for sharing your story as hard as it may have been? Yeah, look, it's a, a funny one, sharing your story so openly and vulnerably um, through social media. It's, it's not sort of a comfortable fit, but what I found is by doing that, I was started to save lives mm. by um, creating that noise. And when I first was diagnosed with breast cancer, it was amazing how many people got their bracket test. It was amazing how many people actually found lumps. So, you know, by me being really vulnerable and raw on social media, if it makes a change for one person, then it's for a greater good. It's sort of not about me anymore. You know, I want to make yeah. sure by 2030 there's zero deaths. I never want my little girl ever going through what I went through, you know. Um, so we're trying to raise $100 million. So that's the goal, guys. Mm. All right. Well, really appreciate it. We're checking you, you out. Celebrity Apprentice it returns tonight, 7.30, Channel 9. Camilla, uh, thank you for calling through this morning. Thanks, darlings. 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. The worst time of the day for me is kids' bedtime. Mm-hmm. Because my kids, if they're together, they can never find anything to do. They don't want to play with each other. I'm like, you got, you got two friends there, go and play. But no, they don't want to play Nerf Wars with each other. They don't want to kick the ball with each other. Mm. Until it is bedtime. And then they become like three best friends that have never played with each other before and can come up with creative ideas. And no, we're playing. Like, why couldn't you do that on the weekend? Mm. When you're like, no, we're bored. But they're just so creative at bedtime. <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. are a solid meal. You know, you can have them for dinner, have them for lunch. Breakfast, even. I like. Yeah, yeah you have a breakfast, breakfast sausage. sausage. Bunnings, uh, anytime sausage. As a little snack. You know when you cook your own sausages, though, and I usually do them on a barbecue. Mm. But on the weekend, I thought, I'm going to fry pan this bad boy. Mm. Do fry pan. <sighs> Put a lid on it, because it was a bit spitty. And the spitting seemed to just stop for a second, and I was going to um, turn the sausages over. But just as I lift up oh, yeah. that lid, <laughs> oil everywhere in my eye on the jumper, just spat all over me. That's Stupid bad. sausages. We had a fight for a week, my hubby and I, over sausages. Because he said sausages are not allowed to be cooked inside because they're an outside barbecue food only. I said, but you can cook them. He goes, but you shouldn't. No. And then the smell. So have we didn't have you tried them in the air fryer? Air no. fried sausages? Change your life. Yeah, because they cook completely, all evenly, all the way around. Oh, you don't get Anything that one black side because uh-uh. you left it too long. It's the best. Try it. Okay. Thanks for <laughs> I'm going to do Thanks. it tonight. Mine is also food related. Stopped off at my local supermarket on the way home to pick up some ingredients for hamburgers. Because I was making hamburgers last night. And then there's a lovely little sushi place there. So I thought, oh, I might get myself a beef teriyaki and a karage chicken roll. Got that. Couldn't wait to eat it, so I poured some soy sauce in the plastic container and I was walking back to the car. Had my bag with the groceries, with the recipe for hamburgers and the sushi in this hand. And then I went to go dip my beef teriyaki into the soy sauce. There was no soy sauce in the container. And I'd put a chunk of chunk in there because I like it. And I looked down, and it was all over my pants, and it was also all in my shopping. They've got little holes down the bottom of plastic, haven't they? Mm. Well, I I tipped it because I was holding my grocery bag, and I didn't realise I was holding it at an angle, and it just poured all over me. Spent the whole rest of the day smelling like a Chinese restaurant. Thanks for that. That wasn't too bad. I could have changed my pants. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby, and Matt on B. 105.